this is Chris to Chris, comedy advice to fix your life. I'm your host, Chris, joined in the studio today by the one, the only, Mike, who happens to be in the building. Say hi, Michael. Hey, hey, what is up? Man, we are getting more words out of you every single week, dude. We got a great show for y'all today. Uh, well, before we get to that, let's uh, do the spiel. How about that, Mike? Uh, let's let's talk about this podcast. It's called Chris to Chris. You might have heard of it. I mean, you are listening to it right now. If you haven't heard of it, maybe now's the time. Maybe now's the time to subscribe. We are everywhere podcasts are sold for free. Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Stitcher, blah, 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 including Uploaded.com. You guys might know me from Uploaded.com or YouTube, Chris vs. the World, Lazy Lemming, yada, 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 yada. If you have listened to this show, you know the spiel by now because I've given it to you so many times. And the more people you share this show with, because we're trying to get 8 billion people listening to the show, which means we have to get 8 billion people born. We have to have 8 billion people living on planet Earth at the same time and actively listening to the show. So we need to raise the Earth's population and we need to get everybody listening to the show. So the more people you force this show down, you know, you have to force this show down their throat, maybe get a funnel of some sort, just jam this show right down their throat. The more people you do that with, the less often we need to say, hey, we're everywhere, podcasts are sold for free, even though that's a fun thing to say. Anyway, I think I'm supposed to be telling you about the show that's coming up. We have a great show for y'all. We have a great show for y'all. We are going to be talking about uh, Chinese or buying Chinese crap online. We're going to be talking about saving your bank account. We're also going to be talking about the next PlayStation. Sony has officially, or re-officially, or officially re-sort of revealed the next PlayStation without actually showing anything, but we're going to talk about it. We're also going to talk about beer by the hour, and we have a lot of great listener questions. Guys, stick around. It's going to be a fun time. It's going to be a fun time. Let's let's get into the show. Mike, Mike. Yeah. Mike, have you heard of Wish.com? Yeah, yeah I've heard of it, but I, I, I don't know anything about it. Wish.com is kind of like the kind of like the Chinese Amazon, but they, they sell to people all over the world, not just the, the Chinese people. And their website isn't as high-end as Amazon's. You know, you go to Amazon, you could tell that a ton of money, like millions and millions and millions and millions and millions of dollars have gone into this website. Amazon is high-end, right? So Wish is not that. It's huge, like, as far as a lot of people use it, but it doesn't feel like Amazon. Wish definitely feels like a shady place to buy something. You know, it's kind of like uh, buying something from somebody's trunk. Side note on that, about 10 years ago, roughly 10, 11 years ago, I was walking out of a Hollywood video. That's how you know how old this story is, because Hollywood video is still around. They were, they were on their, their last leg. So I was uh, walking out of Hollywood video with my uh, movie or game, whatever it was, and this guy uh, approaches me in the parking lot, and he tries to sell me some speakers for like $200 out of the back of his car. And it was cool because... He made sure to tell me that, don't worry, man, they're not stolen. They're not stolen. I said, look, I'm good, bro. I'm good. But he wasn't happy with that. He wouldn't take, he wouldn't take no for an answer. You know, uh, you approach somebody, some stranger in the parking lot, offer to sell them speakers, they decline, and of course you're not going to take no for an answer. He got aggressive with me. He said, why? Why not? Why aren't you going to buy these speakers? I said, because I don't want $200 trunk speakers from a stranger. You know, uh, Mike, for, for a thief, this guy was a terrible salesman. You know, if you're going to steal shit, 
you should uh, you should get better at uh, approaching potential customers. Anyway, I've been getting a, a lot of uh, Facebook ads for Wish.com lately, and they always start the same way. I swear. So the first product, like if you ever uh, scroll through Facebook on your phone or on the computer, you'll see uh, ad- advertisements, right? Because uh, the world is just jam-packed with ads. So don't forget to uh, check out uh, uploaded.com's advertisers, by the way. I'm sure it will help us one day. Anyway, Wish.com ads have been popping up in my Facebook feed. And the way it works is they're like these, uh, what, do you, what do you call them? I guess you can call them like a carousel. I think that's the, the word uh, web designers would use. So it's like a carousel ad, meaning it, it's you can scroll horizontally. So you, you're just scrolling down Facebook. All of a sudden, there's an ad that you can scroll hor- horizontally through. So Wish will show me uh, about like 12, 24 different products that you could scroll through without actually uh, going to Wish.com. And the first product that they always show is some sort of sex toy for, for men. And the most recent one they've been showing, the most recent ad that they've been showing has been, has, it's been wonderful. It's been great. They, they, they go out of their way to make sure that you know it's a good product because they put a picture of some tool of a man, you know, some, some chat, some douchebag, some tool. They show him in a little circle, his, just his face, and it's his O face. You know what? Nothing makes me want to buy something online from a shady-ass website than a picture of a man's orgasm face. And that's what they've been showing me lately. Maybe we'll, we'll uh, post a screenshot of the ad on our website. And before you say it, I already know what you're thinking. I already know what you're thinking, okay? I'm not hopping around the internet looking for sex toys, okay? You could scroll through the ad, right? Like I said, you could scroll through the ad like a carousel. And when I scroll through it, I get all kinds of stuff that I never search for, like clothes and weapons and sex toys. So it, it's just a, a jumble of crap, okay? We're just going to get that out of the way. So this week, we're going to explore the wonders of Wish.com and maybe buy something cool. I don't know. We'll see. But before we do that, before we get back into Wish, let's move on to our tip of the week. Last Tuesday was the first day of the month, and I don't like the first day of the month because it means that I'm donating a ton of money to my apartment complex. They like it. I don't. First of all, I want to highlight just how up the housing market is in California. Nobody can afford to live in this state. There's a huge, huge gap between the haves and the have-nots in this state. And we have more, I looked this up, this is a fact, we have more homeless people than any other state in the country, which means, Mike, can we get some victory music? We are number one. We're number one in homelessness. So good for us. Uh, Mike, have you ever watched those house hunter shows on HGTV. You know, if you live in uh, California or New York, watching those shows makes you want to slam your head into a wall every single time. You know, I, 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 I pulled up the, uh, you know, uh, before I get into that, I, I, I pulled it up on, on, on uh, Zillow. You know Zillow. It's the, uh, it's, oh, hold on, I got an alarm going off here. Zillow is the, uh, the website where you can look to buy a home. You can see the prices in the uh, market and the areas and whatnot. So I pulled it up on Zillow. In LA, Los Angeles, a two-bedroom, one-bathroom house in Echo Park. It's on sale for $500,000. Half a million dollars for a two-bedroom, one-bathroom, old-ass house. It's 886 square feet, Mike. 
886 square feet for half a million dollars. This is California. This is Echo Park. I don't know if you know Echo Park, but it's not some highly desired area. They were actually asking for $25,000 more than that. But they cut the price because it turns out that most people don't have $500,000. And the people that do, guess what? They don't want to spend it on a tiny-ass, old-ass house in Echo Park. Go figure. Go figure. Okay, so that's L.A. I also looked up what houses were going for in Atlanta. Mike, for $305,000 in Atlanta, you can buy a five-bedroom, four-bathroom mansion. You know, that's a mansion to me. That's nine rooms, essentially, of some sort. I'm sure there's a garage in there, a couple closets. Five-bedroom, four-bathroom house. It looks huge. It looks like the house that Kevin McAllister grew up in Home Alone. You know, that giant-ass house. It was 3,486 square feet. I don't know my, my calculators, but that sounds like more than four times what that other Echo Park shitty house was. And it cost 200 grand less. 200 grand less. By the way, the house in LA is almost 100 years old. It was built in 1914. The house in Atlanta was built in 2006. And some people are going to use that as a feature. Oh, this house has history. This house has history. I see it on HGTV all the time now. I want a house with history. I want a house built in 1914 where the termites can grow old and watch their families grow up. Granted, I will give you this. The major drawback to the Atlanta house is that you'd be living in Georgia. But other than that, you're golden. And I hope I'm not offending any potential Georgians any potential Georgia listeners, because I want you listening. And I did just compliment your housing market. California's fucked. That, that's the point. My point is just to show you how screwed up it is in California. Your money goes nowhere here. Nowhere. It goes straight to the apartment complex. Okay, let's get to this. Let's get to this. So, the, back to the, the first of the month. I currently live in an apartment complex, right? And the rent is crazy high because, again, California. So a few weeks back, the people running this complex started sending out these emails saying that they switched to a, a new payment partner for the website. So, hey, they said, our, our website's going to look different. Uh, you're going to have to put in your payment information again. And, you know, it's going to be business as usual from there. So I do that. It's the first of the month, last Tuesday. I, I, I put in all my information again. I, I give them all my info. I, I tell them how wonderful they are. And I submit my ridiculously high rent for the month, right? Before they switched partners, it used to confirm my payment pretty much instantly. You know, you click uh, send payment, and it would say, hey, your payment's been processed. You're good to go. This time, uh, not so much. I kept waiting and then waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting and waiting. And while I was waiting, I did get an email confirming my payment. And it had a reference number and everything, right? But you go back to the website. It's still white. It's blank. It's got that little circular loading screen. Finally, after several minutes... It, it finishes loading, and it says, hey, congratulations, your payment failed. Your payment failed. Well, shit. Shit. I, I, I seem to be getting mixed messages from you. I have the website saying, hey, didn't work. Didn't work. Yet, your email gives me a reference number. It says, hey, buddy, you're good to go. So that's worrisome, right? 
So I decided to, to email my apartment complex. Took some screenshots. I said, yo, your website says that I didn't pay you. But I got an email saying that I did. So what really happened? Did my payment go through? What's going on? I don't want, I don't want, to, I don't want to mess with my money here. I get a reply the next day. It said, hey, Chris, uh, we don't have your payment. Uh, please resubmit your payment again. Worrisome. That's already worrisome. I'm, I'm already like, jeez, really? Really? I gave you a reference number. I gave you screenshots, everything. And you want me to do it again? Fine, fine. Okay, I'm going to take your word for it. So I, I get back on their website, and I submit the ridiculously high payment one more time. And then the website says, hold up. Gives me a warning, a little, little red warning. It says, yo, are you sure? Are you sure? This looks like a duplicate payment. Here's the reference number that we emailed you a couple days ago. So I said, hell no. Hell no. No, I am not sure. I am not sure. Let's not do this. So I emailed the apartment complex one more time. I showed the, the woman screenshots. I said, your own website is telling me that this is a bad idea. Did you get my payment or didn't you? Next day, she replies to me again. She says, hi, Chris. We received your payment. You do not need to pay again. Son of a bitch. Son of a bitch. This chick literally told me the day before that I needed to pay again. And if I had listened to her, if I had ignored that warning, I would have paid rent twice in one month. She didn't apologize either. She just said, hey, uh, you don't need to pay again. You just told me to the other day. This is a check-to-check -check economy. We all, we, most of us live check-to-check. -check. It sucks, right? Mike, do you know who doesn't have an extra amount of money for rent just lying around my account and a full extra month's uh, rent just lying around in my account? Me. I don't. That's why we need that Patreon, Mike. So this week's tip is to, to question everyone and everything. And if their answer is suspicious, question them again and again and again. Otherwise, you might be paying for rent twice, thrice. Who knows? Who knows? How many times you can click that button, you'll be paying for it. Let's move on to a little thing we like to call Video Game Corner. Lots of things happened in the video game world recently. Very recently, I should say, at the end of the week. All of it just started blowing up. So Doom Eternal, the sequel to Doom, that game I like so much, that game got delayed from November of this year to March 2020. And the Switch version, even later. They're not going to say when yet, though. And EA... This happened at the end of last week. EA accidentally leaked the personal information of thousands of FIFA 20 players. So congratulations, EA. You continue to live up to your reputation. But the big news this week is that Sony has officially named the next PlayStation. Mike, give me a drum roll of some sort. Ladies and gentlemen, the next PlayStation is officially going to be called the PlayStation 5. What did I tell you? I told you that several episodes ago. I said, spoiler alert, it's going to be called PlayStation 5. And guess what it's called? PlayStation 5. Now, I'm not going to say that I am some sort of prophet or uh, analyst that can totally foresee these kinds of things. I just have common sense. And every system they've used have, uh, have, have they've used, every system they've named has a pattern. The first PlayStation was just called PlayStation. Actually, you know what? They did a re-release. You know, they, they did a revision of the first PlayStation. And they even called that one PS1. They spelled out one. O-N-E. So every PlayStation has had a number next to it of some sort. There's PS1, PS2, PS3, PS4. And now in, what did they say, Christmas 2020, that's the release date, 
Christmas 2020 is the PlayStation 5. PlayStation 5 next Christmas. So that was the big news. PlayStation 5 is the name, and uh, guess what? I, I'm going to call it now. Next PlayStation, if it exists, is going to be called PlayStation 6. We're not there yet. We're not there yet. Anyway, it's exactly what everybody expected it to be called. They also confirmed that they're going to release at the end of next year, like I said, uh, March, March, uh, December 2020. But that wasn't the exciting news, though. That wasn't the exciting news. I don't think anybody heard that news and said, oh, shit, they're going to call it PlayStation 5? Whoa, ho, 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 stop the presses, right? Everybody knew. Everybody knew it was going to be called PlayStation 5. No, the big news wasn't the name. It was about the uh, PS5 controllers. The, the new controllers, and supposedly they look, at least the, the beta versions of the controllers, they look practically identical the, to the PS4 controllers, so uh, hopefully they have a better battery life, because the PS4 controller battery life sucks, but uh, yeah, the, uh, the big difference is that they have a microphone on them, so that the, I don't know, the NSA can listen to you make love, I don't know. Uh, there, that, did you guys hear that? Uh, I'm asking, like, you can reply to me and I can hear you. But did you guys hear that uh, news story recently about the uh, Xbox One Connect? It was pretty much spyable by the NSA. I think we all knew that, but it was officially confirmed within the last month or so. So, yeah, uh, microphones and everything. Let the NSA hear everything. They also announced that their, their controller is going to have this new uh, Rumble technology, which sounds really similar to the HD Rumble in the uh, uh, Nintendo Switch Joy-Cons and uh, Pro Controller, which pretty much just lets you feel things differently. It's, it's more advanced. It, it changes the Rumble based on what you're doing. But they also showed off, uh, or didn't show, I didn't see it. I don't know if you saw it, but they talked about, this is a weird way they're releasing information, by the way. They, they talk about things, but they don't show shit. He just say, hey, this guy, this guy, he got to see something, and he's going to tell you what he saw, but we're not going to show it to you. We're not going to show it to you until uh, next June, or whenever they want to show it. They'll probably show it in, uh, last time they showed the PS4 in February, when they first announced it, I think they, or first uh, talked about it. They didn't show the console itself until E3, I think, but they, they first uh, showed off games and did a big reveal in February. You know, that's a stupid way to do it. I, I, I mean... It's cool that, I mean, I have something to talk, to talk about to you on this show, but they, they're giving us nothing. Like, it's just, it's, it's a weird way to do it. That's all I want to say. It's just like, hey, here's a bunch of information. We're just going to kind of tell you all of our secrets, but not show you what's going on. It's, it's completely opposite of how Nintendo would do it. Anyway, these, these, uh, these triggers on the PS4 controller, the L2 and R2 buttons, the, the triggers that you use for pedals on a, in a, uh, a racing game or triggers for a shooting game, whatever. They're, they're called adaptive triggers. And pretty much the idea is that these triggers can require more force based on what you're doing. So they can uh, be harder to push based on what you're doing. So these examples like drawing a bowstring or uh, off-roading in a game. But we all know that this is mostly going to be used for uh, shooting motherfuckers, right? So you can uh, be... Uh, pulling the trigger on a sniper and you'll, you might have a, a slower pull. Or you could be uh, holding it down like an Uzi and just feeling the vibration in your trigger. I don't know. It's kind of cool. I kind of like that. I like when uh, companies try to do new things because these companies typically, outside of Nintendo, uh, they don't try to do too much with the controller. Sony's been trying more than Microsoft. Microsoft's all about the ergonomics, which I give them credit for. They did a good job on the ergonomics after the original Xbox. But beyond that, they, they just don't care. They don't put any kind of uh, motion control, which some people like. But 
It's just pretty much been the same thing. Anyway, that's what's going on in the video game world. PlayStation 5, and the, I don't know if you guys have seen the, uh, the leaked uh, design of it. It looks weird. It looks weird. But uh, maybe we'll post that on the website too. I don't know. We'll see. We'll see what we remember to post on the website. Anyway, let's get back to Wish.com. How about that? I looked up uh, Wish on Wikipedia, and they've got a history of selling bootleg shit. I know what you're thinking. I know what you're thinking. A Chinese company would never violate the laws of intellectual properties. They wouldn't violate copyright laws, trademark laws, nothing. China wouldn't do that. Believe me, I was just as surprised as you. But apparently, Mike, apparently this is true. For example, they sell a ton of those uh, bootleg video game consoles uh, that are loaded with ROMs. You usually see them at like the mall. But they have a bunch of handhelds. Like They look like PSPs or Vitas, and they're using a picture of Mario on the cover. I saw one just look like some Vita ripoff, and it has Mario Maker 2's logo on it. I don't think Nintendo signed off on that. Call me crazy, but I don't think they signed off on that. In fact, you could even buy counterfeit money on Wish.com. Now, they said it's just for, for filming uh, movies and TV shows, but it's just kind of... It just fits. It just fits. Counterfeit money and Wish.com are a match made in heaven as far as I'm concerned. But what else does Wish have? They've got a lot of garbage at incredible prices. That's what I've found. You can buy a lot of crap on this website, but at a really good deal, you know? Uh, one thing that you have to realize about Wish is that almost everything on this site is listed at a crazy high discount. You'll see it. They have it right in the corner of the, uh, the picture. It'll say, this is 95% off. This is 99% off. In fact, a lot of things on there are free. You just have to pay shipping. Now, granted, I think some of that shit is just so dirt cheap that they're factoring the cost of the item into the shipping, right? They say, ah, we'll make 10 cents off of this. <laughs> Mike, they're selling an Android... TV smart mock. This is what they call it. Android t smart. Ugh, I can't even say this. Android smart TV box media player. Pretty much like a, an Amazon streaming box. That sort of thing. They're just saying it's Android based. They said normally this media streaming box would cost you $1,000, but we're going to sell it to you for $49. And if you add it to your cart right now, We'll give it to you for even less than that. Mike, going from $1,000 to $49 is a 95% discount on something that they have to ship from the other side of the planet. Mike, this sounds like a guy that's trying to sell me stolen speakers from his trunk. We'll come back to this. You know, we'll come back to this. First, uh, let, let's move on to a little thing we like to call the news. A bar in St. Louis, Missouri is trying a new business model. I think it's a new bar, but it's a new business model too as far as I'm aware. The bar is called Open Concept, which is very millennial. And their gimmick is uh, to charge customers by the hour rather than by the drink. They've got a few different packages depending on what you want, but according to their own website, the average you'd pay is about 10 bucks an hour. 10 bucks an hour. Their site says... We don't sell drinks, we sell time. It's not like most bars because uh, you have to book an appointment. It's kind of like, I guess, going to a salon or something, right? When I, when I go to a barbershop, I don't, I don't book an appointment, I just go. But uh, salons are, are very much, hey, can you fit me in for Tuesday? 
And I guess that's what uh, the future of uh, bars are, possibly. Let's give an example here. Mike could call them up and say, hey, I want to spend 12 hours at your bar tomorrow because that's Mike and he is a very pathetic person. The, the real beauty of this bar is that for only $10, you can get yourself completely hammered if you chug fast enough because it's not just beer, it's liquor too. Mike, you might have found your new home, your new cheers. So uh, look out for that. You know, if this catches on, it'll be all over the place. But $10 an hour? You'd never see that in California. You would never see that in California or, or L.A. One drink could cost you twice that much easily. 20 bucks for some bullshit-ass watered-down drink. But Missouri, 10 bucks an hour, get yourself hammered, take the cab home. Wow, what a, what a wonderful future. In other news, uh, Trump wants to impeach Mitt Romney for some reason. I, I, I've read that that might not even be possible in a, a, a legal way. Legal, uh, it might not legally be possible, I, I don't know. But, but Trump wants it to happen because Trump is the most unpetty man we know. Anyway, let's get back to Wish.com. Let's buy something, how about that? Now, if you've ever been on Wish, maybe this isn't your first time hearing about the website. If you've ever been on Wish, right away, you'll notice that some things are very different from Amazon besides the uh, budget. For example, Wish.com has no problem selling you everything they possibly can. While Amazon might sell a lot of stuff that uh, is considered just BS, like weight loss pills or whatever, they, they might sell it. They don't shove it in your face. Wish just throws everything all on the same page right next to some weight loss pills. Look, okay, let me give you an example. I clicked on the fashion section of Wish, and I just started scrolling. Twelve lines down, there's a picture of some quote-unquote vitality-enhancing boxer shorts, some, some underwear for men. And the picture has a lot going on. I, you know, I, I, should show a, I should show a picture of this on the website, too. Wish is, is a good source of comedy, by the way. I don't know if I ever mentioned that. But the picture has a lot going on. The, first of all, in, in, right in the middle, there's a picture of the boxers. But they've got like these weird arms on the side, and on those arms, it's shooting electricity. And there's talk of magnets. And surrounding the boxers in the background, there's pictures all over. First of all, in the upper right corner, there's a picture, a drawing of sperm in one corner. And below the spermatosa, there's some dude wearing... I think it looks like different boxer shorts. He's wearing somebody else's boxer shorts. And uh, on the other side, there's a before and after picture. Now, the before picture is a woman pointing at a man wearing boxers. And she's, she's pointing at his groin area and, I believe, laughing. And the after picture, right below that, is a stock picture of a woman with her O face going on. So the idea, I think, is that these boxers are going to increase your vitality. They're going to increase your sizes, your strength, your stamina, all from some magnetic boxer shorts. Now, that's the kind of thing that Wish has no problem promoting. They'll, they'll put that right in the mix with everything else. Right there, boxer shorts. <laughs> Vitality-enhancing boxer shorts. Now, I looked it up on Amazon just to see. I went incognito, searched that on Amazon. Uh, Vitality uh, boxer shorts. Vitality-enhancing underwear. I couldn't find anything. I couldn't find anything. Nothing like that. No electricity, no magnets, no sperm drawings, no orgasm faces, nothing like that. They, 
beyond that, they they have some other questionable uh, looking looking items. They have a uh, very questionable looking uh, phone that they call an S10 Plus. Now they don't use the words Galaxy or Samsung. They just call it S10 Plus in a very uh, aerial uh, Times New Roman looking font. Right? It doesn't look doesn't look professional. If you read the uh, if you read the description. It, it, it does seem to be a little bit more legit. Mike, it says 6 gigabyte big memory and 128 gigabyte storage space, ensuring smooth loading of screens, common game process resident in the background, quickly switch of other applications in seconds, and not afraid of being killed even if hung up for a long time. That's exactly the kind of thing I read when I open up a brand new Galaxy S9, Ga- Galaxy S10. You expect to make sure that you're not being killed if hung up for a long time. Actually, uh, a few weeks back, I did try to buy a drawing tablet on Wish, and that was because it was on sale for like four bucks. It had a screen, a uh, nice pen, looked decent. It was the whole nine yards, so I figured four bucks, why not? Let's give it a shot. Apparently, the, the sale was too good to be true because they canceled my order a few days later. And that's something that they do sometimes, I guess. I, I learned that. And a lot of the stuff that they sell is just. The the useless stuff you'd expect to see with a, a Made in China sticker slapped on it, right? Like, the first thing that they show you, because when you first sign up for the website, they say, hey, now that if you sign up, you get a free item on us. Just pay for shipping. One buck for shipping. And they show you things like toothpick crossbows, like a tiny little crossbow that shoots toothpicks. And when I was scrolling through it the other day, I found that I, that I could buy a Vin Diesel's crucifix necklace. Vin Diesel's crucifix necklace that item showed up in different ways multiple times throughout the website so it's like more than one person was trying to push vin diesel's crucifix so (laughs) they sell a bunch of things that i'm not even sure are are legal in china like I, i clicked on the popular section of the website and right next to vin diesel's crucifix is a collection of very veiny sex toys for women don't worry, though. They, they, they don't want to offend the children because they put the, the little, you know, like the no smoking sign without the cigarette? They put the little no smoking sign to cover up the, the, the balls and the tips of these veiny sex toys. And if you keep scrolling, there's a bunch of uh, bongs. and Oh, there, there's a, a weed pipe on sale for about 50 cents. I, I, I checked, and weed has been illegal in China since 1985. But again, you know, China is all about following uh, laws, especially copyright laws. They also uh, have a, a bunch of uh, crack pipes that you can get for free as well. I'm pretty sure if weed has been illegal for 30, what, 34 years, 35, yeah, 34 years, if weed's been illegal, crack is probably illegal too. Just a, just a hunch. The, the site, <laughs> what I'm trying to say is that the site is full of a bunch of crap, but I kind of want a lot of that crap when I see it. It's, it's just that kind of thing. Like, you're, you're going to the, the store and you just see it at the checkout line. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, I guess I could use a, a, a toothbrush that sings in my mouth. That kind of thing. So, I decided to not get the, not get the sex toys. And instead, I ordered a pen that had a, a hidden camera on it. And it was like six bucks. <laughs> six bucks. You know, I'm sure it's not going to disappoint me. Six bucks, they're going to give me my money worth. I don't know. They probably said it was on discount. Like they probably said, "Oh, this thing's normally sixty bucks, but we're gonna give it to you for six. 
Anyway, uh, I'll report on the camera when it ne arrives next month or so. That's the other thing about Wish is that it takes a long time to arrive, but you're not paying an arm and a leg for shipping, which I guess is fine. So they say, hey, if you can wait two weeks, you will love Wish.com. You know, unless, of course, you own a company that is being counterfeited. If you're running a, a company that has uh, the legit product and Wish is just a selling copyrighted or copyright infringement shit all over the place, if they're just aping your shit and selling it at a huge discount, you probably don't love Wish.com. Anyway, we'll, we'll uh, maybe give a review of that pen. Well, maybe we'll spy on Mike a little bit. Hey, you know what? Wow, we're, we're really flying through this episode. Jeez Louise. I need some agua. Let's move on to a little thing we like to call listener questions. We have some great questions this week. First from Yilly. Yilly asks, oh, this is a good question. Let me uh, prepare for this question. Yilly asks, what gender would you like Mini Chris to be? You guys might remember last week, especially if you listen, especially if you listen last week, you definitely might remember that I said uh, my wife and I are expecting a baby. And if you didn't listen last week, you don't remember, most likely. So what gender would I like Mini Chris to be? Let me tell you something. I already know the answer. I already know what gender the uh, child is going to be. I already know. We, we went on Sunday to the uh, 3D ultrasound people, and we found out. We have the answer. In fact, I am working on a video right now that, uh, you know, something funny happened today with that too. But I'm working on a video. I'm working on a video that divulges that very information. So I can't tell you. I can't tell you. But I, I want it to be a good gender. <laughs> What is a good gender? I don't know. I, I, you know, I can't answer this question without giving it away. I can't. So, you know, maybe, actually, we'll do that. Next week, we will reveal the gender of our child. That will be wonderful. That will be wonderful. Hey, you know what else? That gets us closer to 8 billion people in the world. I just realized that. Uh, as soon as April comes around when we uh, have this baby, we will be one person closer to 8 billion. And, you know, I'm going to force this child to listen to this podcast, I assume. You know, as soon as, soon, as, soon as they're old enough. Ken asks, have you thought about dedicating your podcast to a specific individual e-show? That's a great idea, Ken. That's a great idea. Dedicate a show to a person every week. This week's episode is hereby dedicated to the, uh, I don't know, the Chinese president Xi Jinping. I'm sure I pronounced that right. Chinese president Xi. Mr. Mr. President, I hope your, your, your grandchildren grow up to love Winnie the Pooh and Tigger too. <laughs> yeah, I'm not even going to tag Winnie the Pooh in the, the tags for this uh, podcast. I'm not going to tag Winnie the Pooh. I'm not going to tag President Xi because Google and Disney and Apple and any other giant corporation, now uh, Activision Blizzard, everybody is just bending the knee to uh, Mr. Xi. Mr. Xi. And uh, China, because of these Hong Kong protests and uh, people, you know, not being too pleased with China right now. So if I, if I tag, if I use any of these words in the, the podcast tags, they're going to black me out. I know it. I know it. I know it. Because they're already doing it. Uh, Apple just got rid of an app on the iOS app store that alerts people where the police are in Hong Kong. And so if they're willing to do that, 
then uh, they're definitely willing to block this episode or bury this episode in Google. That's the way I see it. Devin asks, alligators or crocodiles? That is a great question, and I'm glad somebody finally asked me that question. Let me tell you something. For a long time, for a very long time, I was all about crocodiles, all about the crocs, because of Donkey Kong, Donkey Kong Country, because the uh, the bad guys were often crocodiles, and those uh, uh, brown crocodile-looking heads, there was crocodiles that would pop up from the water, and you could jump on their head, and they would bounce you up higher. I liked them. I liked them. And the crocodiles, if you guys don't know, I'm a, I'm a scientist, so I know that crocodiles have the longer, skinnier uh, mouths. Different kind of dinosaur. And alligators had the, the wider, fatter mouths. Crocodile, or yeah, alligators had the wider, fatter mouths. And an alligator is what you would see if you would uh, visit uh, an exotic place like the Rainforest Cafe. But I've, I've come around to alligators. That's what I'm going to say. I've come around to them. I watched that movie Crawl. Like I, I mentioned that a few months ago. I watched that movie Crawl in theaters in D-Box. And it made me appreciate alligators because they can move my seats. You know, I, you know what? I, I, here's, here's the thing. Here's what I'll say. Any species that can make it from the uh, dinosauric eras, you know, the Jurassics, the Mesozoics. I don't know if I'm talking out of my ass here now. But the Jurassic's for sure, right? The prehistorics. Any species that can make it millions and millions of years, you know, granted. A little tweaks here and there. Probably getting smaller as you go. But any species that can make it that long has earned a place in my respect book. So I respect crocodiles. I respect alligators. But if I had to choose one just based off of nostalgic history, I guess I'd choose crocs. But, ooh. I hate saying that now because of those croc shoes. You know, I don't, I don't like saying I like crocs. So I'm going to have to say, I guess I choose crocodiles. But I don't know. I guess I got to think about it. I guess I have to pray on this because I like them both now. I like them both. Like I said, I've come around to alligators. And that is a very long-winded answer to your question. Colos Dolos asks, have you ever thought about doing a podcast on luchadors? That's a great question. Now, I, I assume that there are far too many podcasts about luchadors right now for for me to stand out, right? You know, I'm going to get buried. I'm going to get buried in all those luchadors podcasts. I'm assuming there's so much. So I, I, I think that a safer bet would be for me to shoot for 8 billion people to listen to this comedy podcast about a guy speaking English from California. I think that is the market, that is the niche market that I need to reach, 8 billion people. Yili asks, what will happen, oh, speaking of 8 billion, Yili asks, what will happen when 8 billion people ask one question each? Damn, so that's 8 billion questions. 8 billion questions for a single episode? That's, that's a tough one. So if 8 billion people all ask one question, Yili, I think we're going to have to probably split that one up into a two-parter. We might even need to dedicate the entire episode to answering questions. We'll probably have to do some sort of rapid-fire thing where I uh, take several shots of tequila Asking or answering several questions. I don't know. That, that will be tough. That would probably be two hours of answering questions. You think we can get through eight billion questions in two hours, Mike? I don't know. I don't know. Mike, you've been quiet. You've been quiet this week. Yeah. Okay. Uh, well, Sean actually replied to uh, Yilly. Sean said, uh, well, there are... Sean with a downer. Look, Sean says, well, there are 7.5 billion people. So if you get eight billion people to answer at once, I'd say you're a witch. Well, Sean... 
it sounds like you don't even listen to this show because clearly 8 billion people has been a theme on this show for a while. So, Sean, listen to the show. Somebody get Sean to listen to the show. Okay, uh, Ken asks, when making a PB&J sandwich, do you start with the PB or the J? I think I talked about some PB&Js uh, on the show before, but I'm going to drop a bomb on you guys if I haven't already dropped this bomb. But the bomb is, I'm not a big fan of PB&Js. Yeah, yeah, I, I'm not proud to say that because it's like, it's almost like saying, to some people, that's like hearing, I don't like music, but I like music. I just don't like, here's the thing. I like PB and I like bread, but I'm not a big fan of PB with J. Okay, the, the J throws it off for me. I just want the PB. Uh, but, you know, if you have a, a PB, you know, I remember, here, here's, here, I do have a bad memory of a PB sandwich. Because I didn't like the J. Remember, I didn't like the J. But I remember it was the, the early 90s. And I, my mom dropped me off. It probably was the summer. My mom dropped me off at the babysitter's house. And the babysitter decided to take us kids because she was a, a daycare provider. She decided to take us kids to see the movie Fern Gully. And the deal was, hey, you can have this candy snack but you have to finish your sandwich first. She made me a peanut butter sandwich because I didn't like the J. She made me a peanut butter sandwich, but she didn't provide me any water. There was no agua, no agua fresca, no agua stela, right? It was just a PB sandwich and no water. And I was like, when did Fern Gully come out? 93? That means I was like five years old. So I'm uh, eating my my peanut butter sandwich and I'm, I'm pretty much start choking right in the beginning of the movie and I'm kind of, kind of like you know I'm a five-year-old I don't know how to clearly say this confidently I'm just kind of like <clears throat> I need water I need water she didn't have any water for me she's like finish your sandwich then you can have your candy so eventually I stopped dying and I, I enjoyed Fern Gully that is a <laughs> that is the answer to your question I start with the PB and I end with the PB Ken Devin asks, orcas or killer whales? Great question. Great question. Devin, it depends on how I'm feeling that day. You know, if I just watched the, the documentary Blackfish, you know, I'll probably be calling them orcas for a few weeks at least. You know, ugh, those poor orcas. We've done them so wrong. But if I see some, some footage of one of these whales eating a baby seal, nah, that guy is a killer whale. That's a killer whale. He earned that name. He's a killer whale. He would eat you in a heartbeat. So it just depends on how I'm feeling. You know, on a, on a good day, they're orcas. Any other day, nah, you a, you a born killer. Ken asks, if you had a dollar for each IQ point that Mike has, how many items could you purchase off the dollar menu? Damn. Damn, Mike. <laughs> I don't think there's a nice way to spin this question at all. Ken just pretty much called you a dumbass, dude. Anyway, good question, Ken. I could buy uh, probably about, I want to say, three things off the dollar menu after taxes. You know, we could probably get to four if you don't include taxes, but we'll say three. Three. Colos Dolos asks, what are your thoughts on Mexican liquor? Liquor? I hardly know her. Mike, can you throw some sort of uh, rim shot in there? <laughs> no, no. Well, uh, 
I don't know. I, I guess, you know what? I, I don't know too much about Mexican liquor outside of it's mostly tequila. It's mostly tequila, which I think is made from agave. Outside of that, it's uh, cerveza. You know, you got your uh, Coronas, your Dos Equis, and then, of course, the famous uh, Mexican beer, Heineken and Budweiser. Or Bud Light, really, right? Uh, yeah, I don't know. I guess I, I'm, I'm interested in trying uh, liquors from countries that aren't known for them. I remember watching, what's that cop show on Fox, uh, Brooklyn Nine-Nine? They had a pretty funny joke about uh, Chinese scotch, and they said this is this is gross. The Chinese do not make a good scotch. We're talking a lot about China this week, but uh, yeah, I want to try some Chinese scotch. I want to try some Mexican vodka, some uh, American cheese that doesn't suck, that sort of thing. I want to try something that a country isn't known for. Devin asks, did your mom at least buy something during those long trips to Tuesday mornings? Now, uh, Devin is referring to, uh, I guess I've, I've talked about Tuesday morning on this show at least once or twice. Uh, Devin's referring to this uh, retail store called Tuesday Morning. It's kind of like a thrift store. Smells bad. Yes, Devin. My mom bought plenty of things at Tuesday morning. Plenty of things. Plenty of things. I know this because every time I think of that store, uh, a part of my head hurts. A part of my head hurts and possibly a part of my heart as well. Ken actually replied to Devin's question. He said, uh, follow-up, did she only go to Tuesday morning on Tuesdays, or was she a rebel and go on Thursday? It's a good question. Ken, she went any damn day they were open. Any day they were open, we'd be at Tuesday morning. Tuesday morning. Could be Wednesday, could be Saturday, could be Sunday, whatever. I mean, they probably are closed on, like, Sundays or something. I don't know. But unfortunately, Tuesday morning is not only open on Tuesday morning. They're open any time. A child wants to be doing something else. Ken asks, final question this week. He says, I put your old Chris to Chris podcast clip in a voice recognition software program. Wow. He says, I compared it to your current program, and after my analysis, I have determined Mike and Chris P have a 99% chance of being the same person. Knowing this, what is your favorite character from Animaniacs? Damn, great question. Great question, Ken. I think Chris P is a, a much nicer person than Mike ever was. So on that alone, I'm not sure if these two people could be the same. But Mike, I got my eye on you, dude. I got my eye on you. We're going to find Chris P. We're going to find him. We're gonna, at the very least going to get him on the phone. Wherever that, that son of a bitch is. Anyway, Animaniacs. I, I really liked Pinky and the Brain from that show. Those, those guys were funny. Uh, Brain was always mumbling some cold shit. He would, he would say some funny, cold shit. Wacko, Yakko, and Dot. They were like the, the three main characters. I loved them. They were great. Uh, I think it was uh, Yakko. He, he would sing the songs about the states and all around the world. That guy's talented. And you guys, if you don't know, they're bringing Animaniacs back. And I think they got the same voices. And they got the same creators. Outside of the one that just passed away. Anyway... I just showed my wife, a few days ago, I showed my wife the uh, dirty joke they did about Prince. If you guys haven't seen it, maybe we'll post that on the website as well. We have a lot of things to post this week. You know what? We're running kind of long this week. I know we did a longer one-year anniversary spectacular, but, geez, I didn't expect it to go on so long again. 
I have a lot going on. I have a video to make, so let's wrap this show up with some uh, poll results. Last week on our Twitter, because Facebook doesn't allow polls anymore, on our Twitter, at Up and Loaded, U-P-N-L-O-A-D-E-D, on our Twitter, follow us there, please, on our Twitter, we asked, what is your favorite memory? And here's one thing I'll, uh, I'll say that's good about Twitter polls versus Facebook polls, which are now non-existent. But Twitter allows you to ask, or, or, or allows you to provide more than two answers. So I can ask you something, and it's not binary. You don't have to pick one or the other. So I give you four results. I give you guys four options last week. So what is your favorite memory, I said? 14% of you said, my favorite memory was being born. Most of you, 57% of you said that your favorite memory was mom's second wedding. Of course, of course, we've all been there. 29% of you said that voting in this poll was your favorite memory. How awesome is that? How awesome, awesome, I was going to say awful, but awesome, awesome, actually awesome, that's a new word, we're going to coin that, awesome, and uh, 0% of you said that your favorite memory was getting vaccinated, now either 0% of you were vaccinated, or 0% of you really enjoyed those shots you got as a kid, this week's poll on our Twitter asks, what is the best thing that you can buy from China, answer that on our Twitter at Up and Loaded. But of course, you can follow us anywhere. We're on Facebook at Up and Loaded. We're on Instagram at Up and Loaded. We're at your mama on Up and Loaded. On your mama? We're on your mama at Up and Loaded. That would have been funnier, I guess. Anyway, guys, you've been wonderful. Let's wrap this sucker up. This has been episode 54 of Chris to Chris. Do me a favor and enjoy your weekend or else. Oh, on a